Hello and welcome to the ITR Award Winners Podcast, where we'll be in conversation with experts from winning firms across the global ITR award ceremonies. I'm Prin Shasiharan and I oversee the research process for the ITR Awards, working alongside an internal panel made up of ITR researchers, journalists and editors. The awards recognize the leading tax and transpriting firms across the world and covers excellence across the six continents. Today, I'm joined by experts Chuck Kozel, Jen Deutsch, and Christine Riesberg of Deloitte. In September, Deloitte was announced as the America's Transpriting Firm of the Year by ITR, while also achieving widespread national and regional success throughout the Americas. The winners were announced in a virtual ceremony attended by the region's leading tax professionals, and the winning Deloitte teams were recognized ahead of competition from law firms, specialist service providers, and fellow big four competitors. The firm remains at the forefront of transfer pricing, tax technology, and compliance developments globally, let alone the Americas, and offers a full range of transformational operating model strategies, services, and risk management by world-class professionals. I will be handing over to the team, who will provide a brief introduction of their work with Deloitte. Thanks, Prin. Uh, Chuck Kozel here. Uh, I'm our Chief Transformation Officer at Deloitte Tax. Uh, I'm responsible for our strategy, innovation, and technology, and I have a focus on our continued kind of global digital transformation, including how we use technology to serve our clients and how we deliver each and every day. Jen? Thanks, Chuck. I'm Jen Deutsch. I am both our global and our U.S. leader for our tax technology practice, working with clients across the globe to implement technology in their own environments and learn how to operate it and get the most out of it from an efficiency and effectiveness perspective. Christine? Thank you. I'm Christine Riesberg. I'm our um, global trains of pricing compliance leader. In addition to being our U.S. national TP clients and markets leader, um, I work closely um, with uh, both Jen Deutsch and Chuck Kozel in ensuring that trains of pricing is at the leading front of um, everything automation, everything transformation, and, and everything um, technology in general. Thank you all so much for your introductions. I can assure there is great insight ahead for our listeners. Deloitte was the biggest Pan-American winner at 2021's ITR America's Tax Awards, winning across 13 national and regional categories, including in premier categories such as technology, innovation, and transfer pricing. Firstly, congratulations. Can you share a bit more about how Deloitte continues to lead year after year? Well, thanks, Prin. I'll, I'll go ahead and kick off the answer to this. And, and let me just thank you for spending your time with us today and actually for your evaluation of, of kind of what we've done and the recognition by ITR of our work. Uh, as, uh, as we discussed last year, um, we're very, very proud of, of what we've accomplished and, and we wouldn't be here. I want to thank our clients and our people. Uh, one of our chief architects actually told me once that the technology part's easy. You know, it's the ideation and the solutions that that you know, come from our people and actually from our clients uh, that actually make, make what create the magic that, that we need to happen to, to win these types of awards and actually to serve our clients. So you know, to answer your question, I think there's two real reasons. And, and it obviously starts first with the fact that we listen to our clients. You know, um, I think I told you before that you know, I've spent over 600 uh, hours uh, interviewing our clients and, and, and receiving feedback about what their specific problems are and, and specifically what solutions they're looking for. Uh, we, we pride ourselves at Deloitte to, to not build technology that's the proverbial hammers looking for nails. Um, and, and I think that's one of the big reasons why we, we continue to, to win these awards and continue to get great feedback from our clients. 
I think the second thing is actually uh, uh, related to the fact that we believe our technology needs to be very uh, much zoomed out from you know kind of a narrow tax view or tax and legal view or transfer pricing view, and and we focus uh, all of our solutions on the user experience. And, and we actually think about that in the context of the user experiences we all actually enjoy in our everyday life, you know, whether it's uh, e-commerce, whether it's uh, how we work with our, maybe our physicians or our dentists, um, you know, how, how we think about, you know, how we hail a car, how we order a pizza, you know, the user experience is incredibly important and it, it should also be important when we're talking about tax and legal work around the world. And so, you know, those are two things I think that are, are really powerful and in, 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 in how we kind of motivate um, our, our way forward and, and where we invest our money, our time and our energy. And, and I think it really, it shows in the context of our delivery. I might ask Jen, you know, Jen actually serves clients every single day in, in the context of, uh, of what their technology needs are. And I might ask Jen to maybe add a little bit uh, of her thinking to this. Thanks. Thanks, Chuck. Um, I, I would continue the theme in terms of being focused on user experience from how our clients need to leverage technology, regardless of the way in which they're working with us. Um, in many cases, you know, we spend more time up front, to, to, to Chuck's earlier point, working with our clients to really define the problem they're trying to solve and leveraging technologies across a very broad platform to solve those challenges or to increase the effectiveness or efficiency of a particular process. Taking that one step further, you know, years ago, we committed to a global tax technology practice. Our folks wake up every day thinking about how we leverage that technology to make that user experience better or that professional better within the tax and legal function. And I think that breadth is what has continued or really pushed us to be innovative. You know, many cases we are deploying solutions that, to Chuck's point, didn't start being a point solution in tax. They really started serving maybe the broader finance organization or the broader organization overall, sometimes even in the operations space. And leveraging that technology to really engage tax and legal within the organization and use it for more of a fit for purpose um, and really be innovative in the application of those. And I think that's what, what really fuels our year after year growth is doing that in conjunction with our great client base really creates some innovative and really leading edge technologies. Thanks, Chuck, Jen, for the insight into the winning solutions. As mentioned earlier, the consistency marks a truly remarkable record achievement. A lot has happened since we spoke last January, including living through a second year of the pandemic and continuing to find ways to serve clients in light of many global challenges. Could you perhaps tell us a bit more about the firm's growth and development over the last 24 months and what factors you would contribute towards the success? Certainly, uh, and, and, and obviously, it's it's been a trying couple of years for for everybody around the world. And 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 I think for from our perspective, to answer that question, I think it's easy just to to isolate the point that everything's been accelerated. You know, some of our clients, and, and maybe I'll ask Jen to talk about this, have focused on what they need to do internally to kind of transform their business, their process to remote working and, and to being more connected with the finance group. Uh, also, can you if you imagine for a moment Christine's life of, uh, in the international transfer pricing world, like. Uh, it's one thing to, to be remote uh, in one country. It's certainly another thing to try to run your business globally and all the challenges that Christine's team, you know, has in, in serving our clients and, and how the client challenges that they have. So maybe I'll ask Jen to, to talk a little bit about, you know, the acceleration of, of this and then Christine can weigh in on the global impact. Sure. Thanks, Chuck. Um, you know, when we talk about the acceleration of technology, first, there's just the technology advances itself. So, um, our technology vendors and, and alliance partners that have 
really push the edge of how to leverage the technology. The, the flip side of that is I really think the pandemic pushed people to think about how they did their work first and foremost. Um, and that not over the other aspects of the technically correct and, and the other important components of that work, but rather realizing that one is very dependent on the other and that integration and the ability to create sustainable processes through the leveraging of technology really has just sped up. Um, it's kind of the perfect um, confluence of, of factors if you also put in the, the way that tax in general and, and legal has continued to look at regulatory impacts. The combination of those really has made people focus more on this. You know, at the start of the pandemic, I, I can say everybody was sort of shocked, you know, what do we do now? And we thought that that might actually, you know, result in a little bit more of a pause. But I think what it actually drove was much more quick adoption of technology and changing the way we do the work to make it a more sustainable, responsive, digital experience across the board. Um, that's really pushed our clients both on an enterprise-wide basis. You know, we saw a lot of the ERP projects actually being um, pushed up quicker and, and asked to be conducted and finished faster than previously planned, you know, in our quote unquote pre-COVID um, moments. And so I think that all those factors together really change the timing, um, which I think is, is automatically creating more value for all of the companies in, in terms of how they're able to leverage those benefits and the technology advances to their advantage. Christine? Yes, thank you. As as you can imagine, I, I want to first print, um, just take a moment also to, to thank ITR um, for um, the nominations and the wins we have had. We have a long history of winning um, these awards, the TP firm of the year overall, and also in, in many jurisdictions. So um, this is truly a testament for, to how we keep reinventing ourselves um, and, and certainly continue to stand on the leading edge in, in technology and in transfer pricing as well. So in response to the question on, on coming out of COVID from a transfer pricing perspective, um, it has been paramount that we mobilize resources that could assist our clients uh, support their results coming out um, of the economic crisis. It's still uh, with us, um, some um, of our clients had extremely positive results. Um, some had devastating negative results and both had to be explained and both had to be tested from an economic analysis perspective for trained surprising advisors. So it was important that we could build into our modeling and into our technologies when we are testing results, we had to be agile and identify, which we quickly did, how results could be regressed against, for example, a GDP drop, an industry drop, or an increase. Um, we were using information from prior recessions um, to benchmark how um, that affected the results so that we are benchmarking apples to apples in our client's economic analysis and, and ensuring that they were documented at arm's length. The analysis that we have run on our um, in our modeling um, have been both industry um, and functional um, specific. I would also add in this regard that for transfer pricing, the biggest changes um, that, that we have seen in our uh, transfer pricing technology capabilities really has been um, in addressing not only, not only COVID, but a related um, matter um, 
namely the changes in the supply chains that COVID has sort of sort of brought to our clients. Um, it, it's absolutely paramount that we in our modeling and in our technology efforts, um, not only are efficient, but that we are also addressing and quickly can, can pivot between changes in supply chains that going in both a positive or a negative um, direction for our clients and how that impacts the trains of pricing um, that we are setting for them. Thank you so much, Chuck, Jen, Christine, especially for the real-life examples of reacting to the pandemic. The concept of reinventing by Deloitte is also something our panel was keen to note in their findings. This is the fourth consecutive year that Deloitte has won the America's Tax Technology Firm of the Year Prize, and you also claim the Tax Innovator of the Year title. Chuck, what have been the biggest changes in the last year in regards to your digital transformation strategy? Well, you know, I think uh, the, one of the biggest changes is in obviously the, the way we work today is different than the way we worked even when we we thought about you know, the digital evolution of our business three or four years ago. Uh, and, and with that, you know, requires some change management and, and change management and how we focus on change management has also been um, it's been much more difficult in a remote world. And so, you know, I, I think um, our success, again, is, is very, very much, you know, uh, embedded in, in the foundation of, of uh, ensuring that we're solving real problems and 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 actually changing you know the way we deliver and changing the way we think about it when we when we invest in and deliver and 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 actually um, deploy new technology and so you know from that perspective I think that that um, you know it's really in, in in one regard I think Jen said it well it's it's kind of much of the same but with maybe accelerated focus um, I think we've actually doubled down in the investments that we've made so as much as we've been successful for the last four years and and your again your your recognition is is we're, we're thankful for that uh, we're actually even more invested than ever in in the way forward and 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 how we think that the world is going to change around us in this new kind of hybrid working world and so you know I think uh, specifically um, we, we've made some changes in the context of, of what the you know, what the end may look like or, or how we will deliver in the future. But I don't think we've changed the course uh, in the context of how important this is to, to, to us. And I'll ask Jen or Christine to, to weigh in if they have any different views or, or different thoughts on it. I would add one thing to that. I, I do think as we've worked through this, we've realized increasingly, and I think this has caused us to double down on the investments, whether the investments be actually in technology or in talent acquisition. You know, one of the biggest strengths I think we bring to the table is the range of true technologists that we as a firm invest in, in terms of bringing them on board to help define that digital transformation strategy and how we're also willing to challenge that over time in the areas that we see our clients need. Um, I think our ability to react to that and more importantly to go out into the market and attract the talent to continue to innovate when our clients are facing new new challenges and, and look to us to be on that edge with them, um, whether it's through ERP or other automation solutions. I think that's that's truly been, um, whether it's a change, I, I think it's been a benefit um, to us in total in our ability and our desire to continue to invest in those spaces. Yeah, Jen, I would add to that for, for, for trains of pricing. Um, obviously, we we have our own solutions. You know, we, we are developing, we had a solution in particular on TP um, compliance that we developed um, years ago. I think we were the, the the first with a technology solution in that space, which we then developed and sold. And then since then we are developing new technologies and 
Um, now uh, we are saying that we can really operate, you know, on, on any given technology platform when we are executing. So I think the combination of um, economists, technologists, and tax professionals that we have as a very um, strong bench in our transfer pricing practice globally really um, gives us a, a, a significant um, uh, um, platform to um, work with technologies. Um, it obviously enhances our global approach and methodologies. It um, gives us tools to do risk assessments, which is right in front of us when we are doing any trend surprising analysis. And, and then, of course, it responds to the transparency and global connectivity and streamlining that the OECD is asking for. Thank you for the insight into the solutions and technologies that have been developed to address your clients' tax priorities. Are there any particular solutions, technologies that you would like to kind of discuss in further detail? Well, sure. I'll start. Um, obviously, we're very proud of our uh, Intella platform. Um, and, and we've talked about this in the past. You know, we, we, we've invested heavily and deployed a, a globally integrated platform that, that helps us serve our clients all, all types of, of services, you know, in the context of compliance or advisory or implement services. And it's very focused on a, a, you know, a very synergistic way to collect data and, and organize data and use that data to provide you know, immense value and, you know, to, to the tax departments and specifically for the tax departments to provide you know, shareholder value to their organization. You know, it's also it's very much aligned with a, a, a very leading document management um, mindset you know, in the context of what we call contextual document management, where you know, we, we really try to get away from this idea. Let me go find something. Let me go look for folders and see if I can locate this piece of data that I need. It, all the data is actually at your fingertips as you work. Uh, and probably most importantly in the context of, of what Intello offers is you know, we, we talk a lot about that word insights. And, and really what we're, we're, we're focused on is bringing um, what practitioners, both our clients and our, and our professionals, what they need you know, it, it, to do their jobs. We want to bring it to one place, one common place. So whether that's you know, technical uh, requirements, you know, what's the law in a specific area, you know, what's some things that they need to know or think about in the context of whatever problem they're looking at, uh, whatever work they're doing. Um, you know, and having that law right there, but that also actually taking the data and, and converting that right into real-time insights in the context of analytics and dashboards and all the different things that are important to, 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 what, to what we do every day. And so we're very, very proud. It's a global platform, truly global platform. Um, and, and, you know, we continue to move more and more clients onto the platform and, and we couldn't be more excited about where we're going with it. I might ask Christine actually in this one to, to talk a little bit about what we're doing around transfer pricing, because again, I think we're, we're very cutting edge in the context of our technology with TP. Yeah, thank you, Chuck. Um, and, and we have worked closely together um, to, of course, make sure that train surprising, global train surprising in particular has a has a home and it's seamlessly working on the Intella platform Chuck just referred to. Um, it is one of our um, leading um, um, innovative and uh, efficiency points when we are working, obviously, with our clients and responding to the asks for from governments around the world. Um, we, as I, as I mentioned before, we have developed um, uh, technologies in the train surprising compliance space before, um, and we have then um, um, divested of them and then continue to innovate, um, particularly in this space. It, it's important to us that uh, when clients are providing information to us that um, are for the preparation and, and fulfilling needs in the compliance space, that 
We also look at the data uh, with an eye to, um, as I said, risk assessment, but also any opportunities that um, clients and, and we as, as advisors and, and the um, relation between our clients and our the authorities uh, can use to gain further insights um, into opportunities um, that the clients uh, may detect out of that data. Uh, transfer pricing documentation really is the area for the uh, the VP of transfer pricing at a company where we will gain access into you know not only overall legal entity financial data, but we really go in on a um, transactional level and get deep insights into what ticks for a certain company, what are the value drivers, where does risk and function and assets sit, and that can be used. Um, uh, significantly um, for optimization and efficiencies in any given structure. You know, and Print, I will I will actually turn it over to Jen because you know we're very proud of, of what we've built, but but you know, we actually need to also work with our, our partners, you know, technology partners, and Jen's business is focused on this. So maybe I'll ask Jen to talk a little bit about what we're doing with our partners in order to again drive that great experience. Thanks, Chuck. And, and I think that experience is, is twofold in terms of how they leverage technology and how they also leverage um, their their interreliance on on different types of service providers and and consultants and the, the way it all fits together. So in our business, we we do a lot of work with those alliance partners, as Chuck alluded to, whether that is in the ERP space, in the standalone indirect or direct tax automation space, provision compliance you name it, that innovation that, that we bring to our clients together is a big part of where we spend time and make the investments we alluded to earlier. It allows us to leverage, I would say, the entire ecosystem, um, our clients and the way they need to get things done, the technology that our vendors do, and I would say that knowledge that we bring to mesh it all together to bring as much value back to the organization. That combination um, really that consolidated ecosystem is a huge value because it, it does go back to also touch on the breadth and depth of our technology acumen. So we can leverage almost any type of technology out there. We've got experience based upon all the projects that we've successfully delivered. In TP alone, I, I think Christine alluded to it and, and I want to pull it out a little bit more. You know, we're able to meet our clients on not only the best in class technology that we use to deliver our services with them, but also if they have certain tools in-house that they want to continue to leverage. I think that combined innovation from that trifecta of technology, advisory, and the process side of it really makes us stand out. Thanks so much, Chuck, Jen, and Christine for the deeper look there. This was also the fourth year that Deloitte won the title of America's Transfer Pricing Firm of the Year. This year, again, has shown triumph amid a novel challenge. COVID-19 has forced many multinational enterprises to change the way business is conducted due to significant disruption and change, and I'm sure many of your clients are included in that. Christine, in addition to your insight into the solutions you just provided, how would you say that Deloitte helps clients navigate the transfer pricing lifecycle during these challenging times? Thank you, Pran. There um, certainly is a, a current trend in, in transfer pricing where um, authorities and, 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 and we as advisors and clients can, can, can analyze the data or cut the data, if you'd like, in, in so many different ways. 
Um, we are asked to um, provide information in country-by-country country reports. Um, we have our traditional local reports. We have master file information. Um, we have uh, rulings in various countries that will have to be shared. Pillar 1, Pillar 2, OECD's 19 risk assessment factors. Um, and, and we are asked, obviously, as advisors, when we are preparing transfer pricing, um, uh, reports uh, to, to obviously, again, you know, be the liaison between our clients and the and the tax authorities. And then at the same time, making sure that transfer pricing compliance is prepared in the most efficient manner. And that really is where that technology platform comes in, where we're often asked um, that we would like to prepare all these reports, you know, by the clip, click of a button. Um, and I will continue to say that we are really balancing, and, and that's the way we as a firm look at the efficiency and the automated preparation of files. Um, we'll do that where that can be employed. Um, and, and then on the other hand, very important that we continue to have a thoughtful and considerate deep analysis where that continues, uh, continues to be warranted and that we are using our global um, network to make sure that we prepare the most um, valuable reports um, for our clients. Um, I would say another trend, uh, everybody knows we, we need to be compliant from a report preparation perspective, but where we continue print to see questions from our clients is really in the operational trains of pricing space, um, where we'll get the reports prepared, but you know, on the data side, and that is really where all the efforts we are working in terms of pricing together with our technologists, Chuck's team and Jen's team um, on digital and, and TMC, it really is important that, you know, we are focusing on making the, the, the input to our economic analysis as robust as we can. We continue to hear that, you know, um, uh, data um, is um, a pain point for many of our clients. Um, we want to make sure that we are there to help them and 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 also provide the technology that really is the the best for a given company. And as Jen said, you know there is not one fits all approach. Um, our firm is taking. We really, you know, are, are, are making sure that we listen to all the existing ERP solutions, data wrangling tools. VAT tools, um, any other platforms that clients are already engaged on, um, that will be tools that Deloitte will have in our toolbox and we will apply um, the best we have seen in the market in any given situation so that we can make sure that the train surprising data and the train surprising steering process really is aligned with the policies. So, Prin, I would say we, we never in today's world leave a train surprising policy on the doorstep. We really will follow through into the systems and make sure that the way we have set a policy is the way it's implemented, such that the data, when it gets out on the other side, is what we call you know good data for our train surprising um, analyses. I would say that there are a couple of interesting developments in the train surprising space. Uh, when we look at technology solutions, we are spending, or everybody is spending an enormous amount of time on benchmark searches. Um, we um, at our firm have been looking at AI, so machine learning in what we are looking for when we are um, searching for benchmark or peer companies in our economic analysis. That 
could be um, very interesting um, to obviously um, have um, AI help us replicate the search strategy and identify good comparables. And another key area that we get a lot of questions on that we are working on automating at high quality, it's challenging, but we are working on it, um, is translations. How can we in an efficient manner translate documentation reports into a given language, again, at high quality, um, um, so that um, that process can be further enhanced and further um, automated. You asked me about the, um, the, the environment, um, perhaps post-COVID, and also the life cycle. Um, I would say from a train surprising perspective, it's, it, it, it's really uh, critical that we support our clients with their results from an economic analysis perspective. And it's important that we are agile in our data analytics and in, in our data wrangling when we look at um, trains surprising in the entire life cycle. So I mentioned a few areas before, but it's really critical that we review supply chain changes, that we look at tariffs impact on trading flows, that we look at um, digitalization that perhaps has changed where value resides for companies. You know, some will say every company today is a technology company. Um, so the driver and where value is created at companies could no longer be in a given instrument that, that's being developed, but it could be the software that runs that instrument. And that will then shift, you know, how we, we look at a certain company, remote monitoring of repairs, spare part optimization, all of the above is, is really critical for trains appraising when, when we set a price. Here at the end, I, I did want to mention um, a few items. Um, we, we continue to have new offerings that we bring to the market. One of our key offerings where trains of pricing compliance is an integral part is our operate offering, um, where we really go in and, and work hand in hand with our clients on value chain optimization and um, ma make sure that we are taking on um, not only trains of pricing compliance, but compliance in a broader sense um, stat accounting, trend, transfer pricing, VAT, and, and direct tax. Um, operational transfer pricing, I mentioned. Controversy, I mentioned. Uh, we have a global strategies group within um, transfer pricing as well. So the entire life cycle, I think, is absolutely critical to look at um, when we talk about transfer pricing in um, a technology-optimized way. Thanks, Christine, for summarising the trends and developments. Definitely a very dynamic space to work in at the moment. And as you say, the pace of responses are also quite incredible, especially from Deloitte. Looking forward, as you look to the future of Deloitte Tax, particularly in the area of digital transformation, what are your plans? How do you think the tax technology space will evolve over the next 12 to 24 months? And how will you continue to deliver such leading edge technology solutions for clients? Well, I'll kick it off. And certainly, uh, Jen and Christine can, can weigh in as well. I, you know, I think that the idea of automation is, is really finally here. We've been talking about things like artificial intelligence and machine learning for, for a long time. But the reality is it's really now something that we use each and every day. And when you think about the different processes we have in the context of our delivery, 
delivery, whether we're delivering you know, tax compliance or we're doing an R&D study or we're doing any type of work that, that we, we do for our clients, you know, what we'll continue to invest in and continue to, to make progress on is, is the idea of moving automation further and further to the left of the process, meaning, you know, the, the, the ability to, to automate, you know, the, the steps that need to be, to meet, need to be completed uh, to deliver these types of services closer to the data collect process. You know, and right now, when you think about the way the process works, frequently you collect data, you have to manipulate data, it's almost always book data, and, it, and it's not ready for, for use in any of the services that we provide. We have to convert that or translate that into tax data, and then you have to put it into some sort of calc, you know, mod module, you know, some sort of, whether it's an 1120 compliance calc, or again, it's an R&D study for an R&D credit, or, or, or uh, depreciation expense, you name it, inventory. You go down the list, you know, certainly international planning or international compliance, um, you know, the, the, where we're going is, is this idea that as the data comes in, we're actually able to use artificial intelligence and machine learning to more quickly uh, hone in on what, where the questions are, where, where the attention needs to be, but getting the, the, the innocuous or tedious or repetitive stuff just done using technology. And so, you know, we'll continue to focus on that and continue to invest in that. Um, that, that allows our clients to spend more time on, on value add for their organization. It allows our people to spend much more time on, on being, you know, CPAs and lawyers and economists and, and you know, MBAs, you know, the, to actually use their skills versus spending their time on data management or data manipulation. So I, you know, that's kind of where, where, you know, where I'm focused. I'll ask Jen maybe to weigh in. She sees it from the client perspective as well and, and have her add her, her views on this. Thanks, Chuck. Um, I would say that we're going to continue to see the evolution of solutions. I'm going to use the same phrase that Chuck used, move to the left or move up. So if we think about the the way many tax authorities are going, is they're moving to that source of the transaction. So when the transaction occurs, how are we recording? They're, they continue to want to look at raw data, which drives our very smart tax professionals around the world to think much earlier in, in a financial reporting process for a company around ensuring that that data is captured at the transaction level in the right way and that tax logic can be appropriately applied. I think that means that we're going to see continued innovation in the ERP space, as well as just a, I would say, collapsing of the steps to achieve the entire process. You know, Chuck talked about getting anybody, getting data and output in a, in a way to really apply the magic of the logic <laughs> to the MBAs, to the CPAs, to the attorneys, et cetera, to be able to look at that and use that to provide value back that's going to continue to collapse. I think what that means is that our clients are going to be continuing to look to us to help them imagine how that occurs, leveraging the different types of technology they own, and combining that with the technology that they may be relying on other people to help them operate. And I think that's really a change in the way of looking at things um, than what we have in the past. And I think that was driven in part by COVID and in part by the evolution of technology. The other thing that I will say that, that we have seen a, a big uptick in is the number of clients that are very focused on an actual data model. And it, it is inherent a little bit in the technology, but we have seen a, a big increase in the desire, probably driven in part by the IT function themselves. They recognize what the power of the technology they're being offered through various cloud-based platforms to harness that data, but it all comes back to, is the data all there? So, you know, when Christine talks about pillar one, pillar two, different transfer pricing methodologies, that all comes back to sourcing that data appropriately at the outset. And so when we talk digital transformation, it all starts with that data. And I, 
that continued push to look at source data and get the source data in a place that allows us to apply the logic and to do the planning and make that that information valuable to our clients, that's going to continue to really drive the conversations of how we harness technology to do that. What we have done, obviously, in Trains of Pricing and, 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 and so far, I, I would agree with uh, what Chuck and, and Jen has said in terms of the evolution over the next uh, 12 to 24 months. Um, I think um, a lot of our clients, as, as Jen um, explained, really has, has set their choice in technology, if you would like. Uh, and we are asked to obviously provide um, not only guidance on a particular platform that our clients are already on or review how can we enhance what's being done because this really is a very fast moving um, and innovative space that constantly are, are being uh, further enhanced and, and further developed. So I think it's important that when I spoke about earlier how we in Trains of Pricing almost are becoming you know, technology agnostic, we really can can work with um, any um, technology in, in providing the needs in, in trains of pricing. Um, it, it, it's important that we continue to drive and bring to our clients new information that we've seen an enhanced way of modeling, enhanced way of um, running analytics, that we are dynamic in our modeling and that we are flexible in the automation so that we can address the changes in their business, both from a COVID impact, a supply chain impact, but also from a regulatory perspective. Um, so I agree with the, the, the fast moving evolution trend. We're looking forward to speaking with the ITR again next year and, and share with you where we have gotten to then. There's so much going on right now in, in all of the three spaces that um, I'm sure this, this journey will continue and, and, and we are already working on our next um, um, generation of, of all of the tools we have mentioned today. Thank you so much. All three of your responses really do show how exciting the year ahead looks for the Deloitte team itself and even more especially for clients. On a final note, I just want to say that there is some amazing work happening behind the scenes within these tax and transfer pricing departments that we don't always know of or see, but it's nice to be able to show some recognition here through these awards. I will pass it on to Chuck to provide a final message to our audiences on behalf of Deloitte. Well, thanks, Prin. And yeah, and on behalf of Deloitte, let me just say thank you again. You know, the consistent recognition uh, by ITR firms that we're investing the right way and in the right things. Uh, and I certainly would be remiss if I didn't say again, uh, we couldn't do it without our people and without our clients. Again, our clients and our people are, are really what what make us go. It's it's both both of them are what make us great. You know, and and you know, building technology to to solve problems. Um, you know, with, without really understanding the problems or really understanding what the solutions might need to be uh, results in bad technology. And, and we continue to get um, recognized for having great technology. And, and again, so that's why I emphasize so much our, our people um, and, and, and our clients. So uh, we sincerely thank you know, ITR for the opportunity to share our progress and thank you for the awards and, and, and really for your time today. It's really an honor to be recognized and, and, and I couldn't thank you more. So again, thank you for giving us the opportunity. Uh, we look forward to talking again next year. From my side, I just wanted to say a big congratulations again to Chuck, Jen, Christine, and everyone associated with Deloitte on the deserved recognition on both a central and regional level. The 2021 awards marks our most comprehensive research process yet, so we really do wish you the best for this success. 
For our audiences, it's worth noting that Deloitte's global teams often produce thought leadership articles in association with ITR, taking a deeper look at the challenges including tax transformation, transfer pricing, and national tax developments. You can access these for free through the ITR website. Thank you to our audiences for tuning in, and we're hoping that you're all staying safe. Goodbye. Thank you.